Hi everybody, welcome back to The Limit Breakdown, where we break down the latest in TV, movies, and everything going on in entertainment. I'm your host, Migs. I'm Sid. And today we're going to be doing our review of uh, John Wick, Chapter 4. And our too-long-didn't-watch review of uh, John Wick, Chapter 4 is three, three and a half hearts. Um, Overall, this movie had non-stop action from start to finish, really good fight choreography, and very compelling secondary characters. However, we did feel like this movie did not need to be three and a half hours long. Uh, there were contradictory rules that hung up the plot, and there seemed to be a never-ending line of henchmen. So um, that's what we gave it, three and a half hearts, but uh, stay tuned after the intro for our uh, in-depth thoughts and review on John Wick Chapter 4. <laughs> breakdown and uh, we're gonna jump right into our uh, review of John Wick chapter 4 so let's kick it off Sid what are your initial thoughts on uh, on this fourth outing so I'll give you my overall John Wick thought and then I'll tell you exactly uh, so I recently just saw John Wick 1 2 and 3 like literally just recently um, and this felt very seamless to the story yes. right it's felt like it's right along I think it's like from production point of view, it's a yeah. few years, right? It felt right along. There's no gaps in the storyline. So uh, that was really cool. Um, the fight sequences were fantastic. I really liked it. Um, my only gripe was, well, good and bad. One, I felt the last two movies, three and four, yeah. were a lot more gruesome. <laughs> yeah. A lot more yeah. gruesome, a lot more, a lot harder, yeah. uh, and definitely more insane. Yeah. But it kind of felt like a rehash of the other few movies. Now, I understand that these movies aren't supposed to have that deep of a yeah, yeah, yeah. plot value, but they just kept like going and going. And for th almost three hours, it felt like this movie is just going and going. Could yeah, have ended it. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree with you in the criticism that I don't think this one in particular needed to be three hours long. Um, I honestly didn't feel that way about the other movies. Mm -hmm. I thought all of the other movies carried their momentum for it pretty mm -hmm. well. Um, I thought this one kind of slowed down a little bit. And yeah. while... It, it, and I say slowed down and, and not in the sense because it's... I mean, it's literally nonstop action from, from beginning to end. But just I, at one point, it felt like the story wasn't progressing. Yeah, there was just I. I think it was ex now though the fight choreography was fantastic. I felt like they kept adding useless fights in there for no reason. Yeah. Uh, for example, there was um when they went to Japan. Yeah. There was a portion in the in the fight in Japan that they could have cut out an entire scene. Those cool. There was no point because he was going to do more or less the exact same thing he would do in a later fight scene. Yeah. Right. Similar, similar fight scene, similar action moves, similar stuff. And I'm like, they could have cut it out. Yeah. Um, the very end when they were doing the stairway, right? Yeah. The first 10 minutes of him fighting, I'm like, you could cut this out. You could cut, you can cut this significantly out. 
right? I'm like, though, again, great fight scene. Not that it was very entertaining, but it's more of a rehash of the stuff that already happened. Like, yeah. He can only shoot some guy in the head the same way three or four times, right? Yeah. Different ways, cool. Uh, but that was a little a little drug out to me. Um, so one of the things that I particularly love about John Wick as a whole is how much time they took. Because like you said, it's such an action-heavy movie that the plot doesn't have to be like super in-depth. Mm-hmm. But what I do love about the John Wick series as a whole is that the depth of the world mm-hmm. like this world is very very uh very well developed like the lore behind the high table mm-hmm. and like all of the con- different continentals and all of cool. these different uh characters like one of the one of the uh you know key positives we gave were like all of these compelling characters like i would not mind seeing a series based just on king yeah Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, even even the whole Osaka thing when they went to Japan, I yeah. was like, oh man, that's really cool to have a Osaka Continental. Yeah. Um, they have a whole you know traditional way they do stuff. I I, I absolutely love uh, Hiroyuki Samanada. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, he played Shimazu in here. Yep. Um, so like I I I've loved him in so many different things that he. It was in Bullet Train last year too. In Bullet Train, yeah. I, I remember the first time I saw him was in uh. The, the Tom Cruise movie, The Last Samurai. Oh yes, 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 yes. So Nothing like else. he's 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 been doing like these great great roles. Um, so uh, he, I I'm absolutely a huge huge fan of his. Yes, um, and I, I I thought that the choreography that they did with him was uh, was really, really well. Cool. And I, I really did like that whole Japan sequence and then mm-hmm. the the fight with him and Kane. Oh, that was yeah. that was that was great. And and of course the teaser at the end with his daughter. Uh, coming back to uh, to face Kane in, the, in mm-hmm. that post credit scene. Yep, yep. So that oh. that left a, a nice little teaser cliffhanger for if they do um, a spin off or something. But you know? yeah, but like I said, they they have so many uh, of these comparing compelling characters. Um, I think her the actress's name is Rina Sawayama. She played Akira, Akira. Uh, uh, Shimazu's daughter, mm-hmm. right? And, and concierge. And concierge. Right. And so, like, and, you know, they showed her with a whole bunch of badass skills. Like there When was she just took so... off the robe and revealed the yeah. armor, I was like, ooh, it's about to go down. Yeah. I mean, they had just so many, so many cool characters. The tracker character. Yeah. Um, him and the dog. Nobody. And all that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Oh, man. Yeah. Him and the dog were really good. I, I wish I could train my dog like that. That was that was really good. <laughs> so so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there were so many really, really compelling characters. Uh, Winston was always. Uh, a, a favorite character yeah. of mine, um, Lawrence Reddick, who passed away this year, Rest um, in peace. who uh, played uh, Sharon. He was a mm-hmm. big part of the other movies, and he got killed in this one. Um, but he was always like a very interesting character. So, like the world is so well developed in these films, and mm-hmm. all of these characters are so well. I feel like the most underdeveloped character in the franchise is John Wick himself. Yeah. Yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah, I really like the all the characters and the world building is really cool, really cool, really cool. Um, and how they everywhere they go, they just give that coin. They're like, "This is," and they're like, "Oh, we already know what this is about." Yeah. And it's all these words that they're you know like they do it. Um, how they call in for a hit. Mm-hmm. You know, they call in the you need to speak to uh, accounts payable. Yeah. Um, and in the entire, and you know, in, when they when they go to France, there's a radio host that like kind of informs them in a, in a sly way what's going on. 
I thought that was really awesome. Really awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, and the, and the way they, like, we, we were talking about how, like, it seemed like they had a never-ending uh, supply, supply of assassins. Of henchmen. <laughs> um, but, I mean, also, they did keep raising the bounty on, I mean, on John yes. Wick's head. So. I mean, yes, but how many, like, I would understand if they're like, all right, there's a few, but there's... It's like unimaginable amounts of people, and like everywhere he goes, there's assassins everywhere. I'm like, okay, I would imagine if he's like one world or one city assassins, one city just in Paris, especially <laughs> just the end scene when he was doing the stairway. There was like a hundred dudes right there, and he's already killed a hundred before that. Oh. Like it just never ending, and I'm like, how? At some point, you're gonna run out of <laughs> assassins, but nope. And he's like, I'm ready, and more people come in. Well, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like the Marvel villain like hierarchy of henchmen. It's like the Kingpin's never-ending supply, or oh my god, or a Ninja Turtle Shredder's never-ending Foot Clan. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Kingpin, the uh, the guy that he had to kill. Uh, oh, the the main villain, Marquis. Before he had to kill the Marquis, uh, when he had to. So oh, when, the elder. No, not even the elder. Well, we'll get to that there. Okay. <laughs> the guy in the purple suit. Okay. The guy in the purple gotcha. suit with yes, the gold yes, teeth, yes. where they had to, he had to prove himself to yes, his yes. family to be accepted back into the family. Yes. I did not think that dude could fight. Yeah, I no. thought he was gonna be like, "Oh, you shot me in the butt," uh, and then he's like, "Wah!" and then he kicked John. Oh you know who my it reminded god! Me of? Bob from Tekken. <laughs> Fair enough. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, he was. I that was actually a pretty good fight. He was. He was like a weird combination of like Hammerhead and Kingpin. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely got some Kingpin vibes. He had like a full suit and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then the way he died, straight head. Yeah. Uh, that was insane. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there there was some some elements of it we were talking about, like just a lot of the rules. They were just like. There were so many rules and then there were so many like convenient rules. It's like, it's like, you know, the whole genesis behind this movie is, you know, he, he, like he, he is supposed to be completely done. Like there's, mm -hmm. there's no more quarter for him. They're going to kill him. But now there's conveniently this rule where you can challenge somebody on the high table for a duel. And yeah, I, I, I mean, was, that, that, was, that was cool. That was fine. But uh, so going back to the rules thing, right? So at the very end, they're like, you have to accept the rules. These yeah. are rules. However, earlier in the movie, when um, when they go into the Osaka Continental mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, well, uh, we need to find John Wick. They're like, well, you can't. You can't spill blood. They're like, oh, conveniently, uh, you're defunct now. Yeah. Or whatever the terminology is, like random something. But see, something has to happen for them to do that. They can't just mm -hmm. randomly say, "Oh, uh, you're defunct, so now we can uh, shed blood." Mm -hmm. That seems kind of kind of weird. That that doesn't make sense. I think that was kind of the point. I think the with Marquis, it was kind of showing that he was more interested of gaining the fame and the mm -hmm. and the prestige of of doing whatever it took to take John Wick mm -hmm. out. That he was breaking rules and mm -hmm. i mean in the end it was his own arrogance that that led to to him getting getting done in that end scene oh dude you again. can see his body flying and, and and the thing about that that was so awesome was when it went off i only heard the one shot mm -hmm. and like in i instantly i knew i was like he didn't shoot so then when he's like i'm gonna take the coup de gras i'm like bro no, you messed <laughs> yeah. up. You messed up. You never shot. What? Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good. Um, 
I, I realized halfway through the movie, I was like, I know that actor. He's uh, Pennywise from the uh, It movies. Is he? Yeah, he's Pennywise. Okay. So the marquee uh, is Pennywise. What's his name? It is Bill Skarsgård. 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 I don't know. Skarsgård. Yeah, he is, uh, he is um, Pennywise from the It movies. Oh, I did, I did not know oh. that. I, I don't like clowns, so that's why <laughs> I wouldn't know that. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, one thing that did bother me, mm-hmm. and I think, I don't know if this is a Keanu Reeves thing, but his lines, he spoke in the most mad, matter-of-fact time. They're like, do you want a gun? He's like, yeah. I think, look, like, I think, like, Keanu Reeves is at a point in his career where it's no longer being cast as an actor to play a character. Is, they're being is, cast Keanu Reeves. Is there, is, there, is there casting characters to be played by Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was just very much besides his, Besides his action sequences, mm-hmm. which were, again, amazing, mm-hmm. I think every time he spoke bothered me. Because but I mean, they he, would, had, he had like what, like five lines in the movie. I mean, he, that's why because <laughs> because he'd be like, "I need a gun." It's like a cross between William Shatner and uh, um, oh my god, what's his name? I'm looking at him. Um, he speaks like this, you know, not William Defoe. Um, oh my god. Christopher Walken. Oh. It was like a cross between William Shatner and Christopher Walken. And oh, that's what man. he seemed like the whole time. And like he's like, to get revenge. How would you like the how would you like well the battle? Pistols. I was like, oh my god, stop talking. Just get to the action sequence. <laughs> now, action sequences. Obviously they were exaggerated to a degree, yeah. but they were still very realistic. Um, coming from a martial arts background, I can, a lot of the moves that they used, I was like, that's, that's possible. Like, that's mm-hmm. something that you see that's functional. And, you know, in most movies, they'll flip them, they go like 17 flips. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I was like, that's something functional that happens. There's yeah. a lot of times that John Wick got his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, and they would come back. That also happens in fights. So I thought that was really, really awesome. Specifically at the end when he got kicked down the stairs and he goes, <laughs> Slinkies all the way down. I'm telling you, man, that scene where he's bouncing down the stairs, like the only thing I could think of was Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura 2 where he's (laughs) following the slinkies. Everyone loves a slinky. You gotta get a slinky. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. Uh, But that that scene was pretty good. And then obviously after that when Donnie Yen joined him. Yeah. Fantastic fight scene. I thought it was really, really awesome. Um, Yeah, Donnie Yen did a fantastic job. Absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. job, but I mean, it's Donnie. Donnie, so he even brought back his Ip Man thing mm-hmm. where he's like, at one scene, I was like, <laughs> he does it just enough to tease you and then backs off. Yeah. I was like, there it is. I did like that they made him blind, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of added a little, you know, character depth to him. I like the little alarms things that. He oh set up. man, that was so <laughs> cool! And he's like, knitting, <laughs> very clever, very clever. I want. His cane. That was such a cool cane. And became a little sword, sword repair yeah. thing. Oh, man. I want that cane. Yeah. Cane yeah, I it. mean, like I said, the, the overall, there's just so so much depth to the world. And mm-hmm. going back to Marquis, man, he was such a douche. And it was, yeah. it was just like, it's... 
especially nowadays with with like just villains being lukewarm like you know we just watched guardians of the galaxy and like you know the high evolutionary was just kind of like there like he didn't really you know i mean yeah. he was he was a bad guy but like whereas this guy he was just like what a dick like yeah, he, he just would... had such a punchable face yeah definitely and then <laughs> on top of that there were definitely moments where so because they built them to be, to be so bad mm-hmm. you could see other other characters being like we don't care about the we used to care about the rules but now we just don't like this guy mm-hmm. right so the whole thing why um the manager, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's his name? Winston. Winston was like, nah, I'm going to go against the high table. Same thing uh, with Morpheus's character, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne's mm-hmm. character. He was like, I'm going to go against the high table because uh, screw this. Bowery King. Bowery, yeah. Um, same thing with the uh, Osaka guy, uh, manager. He's like, I'm going to go against the high table mm-hmm. because this is not, screw this guy. This yeah, guy is not cool. Right, yeah. um, and you can tell even Kane was like, I'm on his side, but I don't support him. Mm-hmm. So I think you build such a bad character where even other characters go against their morals to support John Wick or whoever it is to just defeat this guy. And I thought that was really awesome. I'm pretty sure even the guy who was the guy with the beard, um, I forgot his actual title in the movie, but he's the one that basically oversaw the duel at the end. Even that guy, even that guy at the end was like, oh my God, finally this is over. This guy sucks. (laughs) Um, I thought it was... uh, I thought that was pretty cool that uh, everybody just didn't like him. So, um, final thoughts. Overall, great fight sequences, entertaining on that manner, and great world building. But I, again, I, I feel it's, it was drug out. They could have cut down like half an hour to an hour of that movie with a lot of repetitive fight scenes. And in true John Wick words, yeah. <laughs> um so my my final thoughts uh, i thought it was a good ending to john wick if they ended the series right here mm-hmm. i i would be satisfied yeah um obviously, well, he is dead yeah obviously they're they're gonna i mean nobody really stays dead so you know they can always they can always bring him back but uh i mean if they ended the series with this i loved like you were talking about how from the first john wick movie all the way to this one like it's seamless like mm-hmm each movie like very fluidly transitions into the next so mm-hmm. that was that was really ex- great and i too recently watched uh, the other three um mm-hmm. the other three movies so they're all still fresh mm-hmm. in my mind so you know seeing that whole narrative experience um was was really satisfying it was a really good good way to bookend uh, the the entire series with this one um and yeah so uh definitely i would say if you're fan of action movies check it out it's uh it's not uh, perfect by any means a stretch of the imagination but it's, it's definitely entertaining yeah yeah it's it's probably one of the best action movies i've yeah. seen in like the last 10 years yeah i'm gonna give you that yep so uh let us know your thoughts and opinions on john wick chapter four if you liked it disliked it or any other things in the comments below and we'll catch you guys next time Okay. If you like our videos, leave a comment, hit the bell, subscribe, and press the like button. That's awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I hope your dates are awesome. <laughs>